Welcome to True Vine Talks with Rachel Linda. And today our guest speaker is my sweet dear sister, Elizabeth Slagle. Hello, hello, thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. So we'd love to, I'm gonna let Rachel do a lot of it because I know you and you know, I think it's <laughs> neat to have the person who doesn't know the person as a guest to kind of get a feel for what they do. And um, yeah, so I'm gonna let Rachel take it away. Awesome, okay. Yeah, so Elizabeth, do you wanna start out by just um, sharing for our guests a little bit about yourself and what you do? I hate talking about myself, so <laughs> I'll tell you what I do. <laughs> well, um, Basically, I, it was, it's kind of a long story is how we ended up being venue owners, but my husband is a serial um, builder. He likes to, he likes to buy property, build things, remodel things. Uh, definitely, he definitely, I say we're into beautification projects. So uh, the story is this property was contingent with ours and it had a really nice historic cabin on site that um, had been built in the 1930s, it used to be a club. And um, when we saw it on the market, we felt like we needed to buy it. And we really didn't know what we were gonna do with it. And then we got into it. And then I tell everybody we lost our minds because it just grew and grew and grew. And it has been a habit, decided it's what it used to be. And that's a place where people can gather and have special events. And, um, you know, right now we focus a lot on weddings, but we plan to do some other fun stuff. We have some other ideas cooking. And um, so, yeah. And basically, I would say, too, it's my empty nester project. I am an empty nester. Oh. Wait, slow down. You're talking a little fast and you're, you, you cut out on us a little bit. Did, Did I cut out? It's oh. probably that hot spot. Okay. All right. You're good now. You slow it down. Do you want me to say some of that again or do you want, or is that good? I heard it all on my end. Maybe it's on your end, Linda. Yeah. Okay. So you have this beautiful event and wedding venue. And how did you guys come up with the name? Well, Weymouth is uh, my mother-in-law's maiden name. And uh, she, we lost her kind of early. And she was always a big part of our lives. And it was a way to honor her. She loved social graces. She loved pomp and circumstance. And she would have loved this uh, event venue. Oh, so, awesome. She's always been proper too. So she was very much, uh, I always call her a bit of a socialite. So this was right up her alley. Awesome. What a nice uh, memorial in her name. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. So um, you're sharing about how your husband likes to buy properties and you guys do beautification projects. And um, so I'm curious, what inspired you to get into the wedding business, specifically event planning? Well, it started with my sister over there, actually. Oh. Uh, she, <laughs> <laughs> we have, we, we do, we're very blessed. We have a, a really nice um property that's not far from town but it looks very secluded it's very heavily wooded lots of big oaks and so uh she wanted to get married in our backyard um 20 more 20 plus years ago and 
actually Robert's sister was the same. She lived in Dallas, Texas, but she wouldn't come home. And she said, Hey, can, can I, can we have our wedding? So we've, we had two sisters get married in our backyard. And so, um, we realized we had a, a, a place to offer that. Yeah. It's very appealing for an outdoor wedding. And so this is just a continuation of that. So when you did those weddings, were you thinking, is that when you felt like, Oh, I could, I could actually build something like this in that moment or. Not at all. Not at all. But I, you know, I really say, I think if I have to think about where it started, I have always really, you know, I, I like in creative endeavors. I really like that wow factor that you get when you plan something that people don't expect and they walk in and they're wowed by what they see and what they feel and, and just the whole experience of it. And so when my kids were coming up, <coughs> I was that crazy mom that always came up with these really off the wall birthday ideas. So their birthday parties got to be this known <laughs> as the birthday parties because um, they're like, what is your mom going to do this year? You know, I really, I'd make these outlandish scavenger hunts and oh, um, cool. very treasures in the backyard. And so, yeah, so I've always been uh, into those um, really unique moments creating moments in your life. And, and so the wedding, I wasn't thinking that at the time, but yeah, this definitely morphed into that. Rachel, she had a, a clown. Was it Pippi the clown? Yeah, Pippi the clown. So when I was, when I, when she would have these parties uh, for Mason, her, my beautiful nephew, I was so excited. I wanted to be invited to these birthday parties for my inner child. <laughs> That makes sense. Yeah. I love knowing that. I didn't know that, Linda. Yeah, it's fun. Well, yeah, I guess it was bringing out my inner child because I was creating all this stuff and, you know, like crazy mermaid parties. And um, yeah, it's, it's, I had a lot of fun with my kids. She did. That's awesome. Yeah. And so like, what is like that moment when you're creating like the wow factor and this unique moment, right? That's kind of mm -hmm. specialized for each bride and groom on their special day. What is that moment like for you when it all comes together? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I feel I have to pinch myself because I feel like I'm involved in some of the most beautiful life moments. I mean, they can be yeah. stressful, but just watching when my favorite part, and I say it all the time is when I open that double door and I fluff the veil of the bride and watch her walk down with her dad I I mean I just get like you know I love that it's and then yeah just watching uh the dynamics of the college friends that are meeting up that you uh -huh. know like his college buddies and her college buddies and and you know those you know just being young and living life it's it's a natural high <laughs> yeah I didn't go ahead Miss Rachel I was just going to say, yeah, I hadn't thought about that, like the friends and all the different dynamics of these people coming together to celebrate. That's really cool. Yeah. Weddings are full of energy. There's, uh, you know, good and bad. And it's just a lot of, but it's just fun to watch and, and be a part of that. And, and I don't have trouble. I really, well, I shouldn't say this, but I don't seem to have trouble keeping people to work the events. Slow down. I couldn't hear you. Slow down. Okay. <laughs> I don't have trouble having people work the events because they, even the young people just like to stand back and kind of watch and observe and feel the energy. 
Yeah, I bet. Good you were going to say something, Linda. Yeah, I think I'm having Wi-Fi issues. I'm I'm sorry, guys. Um, yeah, it's a little delayed here. Um, yeah, my my question because this just kind of came up for me, Elizabeth was the night before my wedding. I got anxiety and jitters and didn't know I love Charlie and I loved him but I didn't know if I could follow through with such a big life decision and I don't know what if you have experienced that I'm not saying asking for you to give any details but do people you ever see them get stage fright or some anxiety around this life commitment like Oh, absolutely. It's a very emotional, um, the wedding brings out, it's kind of like the holidays too, but it's like times 10 because it's just like, it's that one time, you know, hopefully, you know, the one event. And, um, I have, I had a bride show up and she said, look at my eyes. And she's, she had been crying all night. Mm -hmm. And so I immediately went, you know, back to my place to get her some things that help, help the puffiness around her eyes. Um, but she'd been crying all night and she was really missing her grandmother who wasn't with her for this Aww. event. And so, yeah, I mean, it, it does. I mean, I think it does, but I always say, you know, your wedding is supposed to be a joyous occasion and that loved one really probably wants you to enjoy your day. They're, they're, you know, they're watching from above and, and, you know, just try to think of them in a positive light. And so, but there was a lot of emotion around that one. Yeah. So you do a lot of um, consoling of fears. Yeah. Nurturing and compassion as well. Yeah. We, we do need a counselor on site. I think a lot. <laughs> that would be a great service. It really would. You can offer us. You just got to put us on your little website. Absolutely. Uh, have you noticed any themes? Like, are there any common fears or obstacles that tend to show up on wedding day? Yes. Family dynamics. Um, we all have them. And I, that's what I always tell all of my couples. We all have them. You, you, you know, I think if you go and I'm actually getting ready to write a blog and I'm going to interview uh, my sister on this too, as far as setting up boundaries, mm -hmm. it is your day. And, you know, when you anticipate <clears throat> a loved one or a family member that's going to meddle or, you know, dominate or going to um, interfere with what you want for the day, then, you know, you, these are discussions that you need to have on the front end before your wedding day and have to draw some barriers there. And I, I definitely want to write something where you can kind of coach people how you do that. Um, so definitely, yeah, it's, it's always nerves. It's always, and usually it's always coming from a good place. Even if it's the mom of the bride, it's coming from a good place. Cause she wants her daughter to have the most beautiful day in the world. And, and, you know, and she's stressed and anxious about that. So her anxiety is translating to the bride and the, you know, it's so that feeds and festers and, <clears throat> um, but I did, I have one this year that she showed up with the most positive attitude about her day. And, and even my daughters went back and looked at her gallery and they said, you can tell 
how happy she was on her wedding day. She exuded happiness and she just came with the, the right attitude. Again, you know, I'm, I'm sure there were little things, you know, that weren't perfect in her day or little stressors or, you know, irritations, but she just had a really good way of zoning those out. And she had this aura around her the entire day. Oh, Even wow. when it started raining, she said, oh my goodness, rain on my wedding day is good luck. And she, you know, she, she was, I, I, I use her as an example often because I feel like she, she showed up with the right attitude and she really enjoyed her day. But I have several that have been like that too. I mean, you know, most of them do, but again, it's, it, it's, it's a very emotional day and you have to be prepared for that. Nice. Well, we talked about um, the birthday parties that you would plan. And then Linda mentioned her inner child would come out at these birthday parties. And <laughs> so I'm wondering, are there, you know, versions of your inner child um, that come out as you're helping to plan these special events? Oh, go, yeah. go, go slow, sister. Go slow. <laughs> I, get, I talk fast when I get excited. Heck yeah. Um, I personally did not have a huge wedding. Um, I don't feel like I missed out or anything, but I just, and I have always been one that I think I, I appreciate enjoying others' happiness rather than, like, I don't like to be front and center. So I like to see others, you know, in the spotlight and um yeah I guess maybe I, I I don't know if that's inner child exactly but sometimes I I love seeing these beautiful events come together and just I'm so happy for the couples and the brides and and you know I didn't have a big great grandiose wedding but you know I'm so happy for them to have that she yeah. was able to tap into you know, when we were growing up, we didn't have the resources, <clears throat> Rachel, to have big parties. Our parents did their best. And so she channeled what she would have loved to have had as a little girl, I think, often. Is that accurate, sis? Yeah, I, I guess so. I mean, I, I don't feel like I, I try to be careful not to indulge my children, but um, certainly I, I like the over the top. And I, I actually pulled this book because I, I feel like um, this is one of the recent books I've read. Uh, the power of moments and mm. it is it, it's a good read it, I guess it's sort of business book, but it definitely talks about what makes a moment memorable I just wanted memories like what's you know like what what my girls sometimes refer to it or Lily sometimes talks about your life trailer what would your movie trailer for your life look like and it would be just a bunch of moments and um, that is cool. So I like helping create those. And I would certainly hope most wedding days are in your, your movie trailer. Yeah. Are there any um, like fears or obstacles that come up for you personally? Like, do you ever feel kind of frazzled? I know I would. I'd be like, oh, I want this day to be so perfect for you. <laughs> luckily I'm not type a I'm okay <laughs> yeah I don't think I could survive in this industry being type a because you can't control everything mm -hmm. there are so many things out of your control um but I try to be a calming um force at every wedding and um 
okay, ask me again what that, uh, there was a punchline to this question. Yeah, um, like, are there any fears or insecurities that oh. kind of creep up for you um, in the stress? I'm, I deal with stress pretty well, I think. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're definitely on an adrenaline high. Like the next day, I call it wedding hangover because you really you've been you've been amped up for so long, you know, for like a 12 hour period, just okay, mitigating this and mitigating that. And okay, you know, the DJ's mic went out and you know, like, or you know, just all these little things that pop up, but you're like in overdrive mode and then you have to you have to definitely unwind the next day. So you don't have time to be yeah. scared. You have to react. I, okay. react. <laughs> You're just in the zone, like how, ready how to handle know. things. Yeah, yeah. that makes know. sense. Yeah. So you would need the next day to like whew, come oh. down from that. <laughs> yeah. It is. I'm usually in that bathroom for a long time. Uh, drinking my tea. Hey, yeah. that's self-care. That's good. <laughs> is good can i chime in um so since um you have like what we call this good chi positive energy and it's sort of a grounding force to others and you want to share a little bit about that your experience <laughs> with that well so i don't know how great it is but yeah we, we've talked to we've talked about it you helped me um probably because I was the oldest in my family. I definitely believe in a lot of birth order type stuff. So I always felt responsible for everybody and making sure everybody was okay. Um, and that you, that doesn't leave you. You just, you, you just want to be the peacemaker. You want to, you want to make sure everybody's okay. And, um, you know, can't always change, change everything, but, um, yeah, I definitely think that whatever that is in my personality makeup, uh, as far as trying to help people ease their fears and calm them, um, has definitely worked to my benefit with with helping with weddings. Um, um, yeah, uh, people have told me that they see, tend to calm calm others down. So maybe it's just because I'm older. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you have the right like personality and mindset right? For this, this career? Well, I think so. I, I, I don't do as many weddings and I think it, there would be a burnout if I did as many. Um, and you know, I, I, I'm sure I don't, I, there's other people that do it probably better, or, you know, but, um, I enjoy doing it. And so far so good. I, I think everybody's been pretty happy with what, what we, we, we bring them on their wedding day. We work hard. I bet. Very, very hard. Yeah. Yeah. Have you made any observations about, you know, the, you know, the couples and how they experience their day? Are they, do they, when it's over, are they like kind of sad? How do they emotionally experience their wedding day? You know, I've really been blessed to see, observe a lot of people that just, I had a couple that told me they had, they go back and watch their wedding video they've been married almost a year and they had gone back and watched their video once a week ever since they've been married because they said it was the best day of their life. And I, I like that. That's, that's, um, you know, that's how it should be. You should enjoy your wedding day. Um, 
but again, you know, again, it is a stress-filled day. There's a lot of external factors. I think the best key to it is just going into it where you can tune the external factors out. Um, being really willing to put that aura around yourself and shield yourself from the things that you can't control. Um, you know, I always say it's like some, you know, it's, it's usually family related and if you just have to go into it ready to <laughs> pray to ignore a lot of it and put it out of your mind. I wonder what gets triggered, Rachel, like in family members when they see their child or their when they see things getting married, I wonder what's happening on the inside. I think maybe it's like a, a fear of like some form of loss. Oh, that's good. Yeah. For well, parents. It's also a big change. Big change. And some people don't like change. So yeah. it signifies a big change. And it changes the family dynamic when one goes off to get married. Elizabeth being the oldest and responsible leader in our family when she got married it changed the dynamic uh, so maybe there is a fear of losing that child that's going to change your family interactions because if that grounding piece is not there it shifts what do you think Rachel yeah I think so yeah. that is the change right we're losing this like just us and now you have us and them right you're becoming a part of another family as well right we're going to be sharing you oh yeah all of a sudden the holidays are going to be split and you know and then there's that whole other family that you know you didn't choose it's mm -hmm. it was always, you know your child and so um yeah you, you you have to get to know these people and you have to so there's there's a lot you see on, on wedding day. Yeah, yeah. to create new bonds. Often, mm -hmm. you know, folks find that their mother-in-law, the, the wife of the groom, she'll find that her mother-in-law either loves her or doesn't love her. I've, I, I haven't seen any in between. I don't know. It's interesting to me that, and I think it's because they're taking their baby away or something. Oh, I married a mama's boy and I wrote a blog about that as well, about embracing your mother-in-law, um, not treating her as though she's the enemy. And because, you know, yeah, you do. It's, I think it's human nature. You go into it like, okay, she's the other woman. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Your boy's other woman. <laughs> yes. Yeah. There's a little bit of a power. There can be a power struggle. I had one and I shared that in my blog personally, I did have a battle with my mother-in-law, like, because my, my husband was building a house at the time and she was the woman helping pick out things. And, and all of a sudden in comes me, I'm the new wife. And, and it was a different, definite shift of roles, but, um, you know, and, and then she loved me, she loved me and I loved her. So we just went around and around about it in a different way. But if I had just embraced her been a little more mature <laughs> I was immature and um, embraced her better then I could have had better experiences with her but yeah that's good yeah that's really helpful I'm glad you have these blogs right <laughs> I need to write people more. to get on there and I think that's helpful yeah mm -hmm. Rachel she's a prolific writer she was going to be a broadcast journalist with that beautiful face. I can and then see that. 
Yeah, and so she can write anything. She writes awesome. the magazine. Yeah, she's. Are you still writing for the magazine in the Ironton? Uh, yeah, I'm actually, I should be working on an article. I have to do it at the end of this month. <laughs> I need to get it done. Awesome. Is there anything else that you'd like for our listeners to know about Weymouth Hill or? Well, thanks for the plug. Yeah, I mean, always, um, always so nice to uh, talk. I mean, you can't get me to quit talking about it. It's just so much fun. That it, we talk about weddings all the time in our house. My husband's about ready to you know, <laughs> reading about weddings, but, um, but no, I mean, I, I just, yeah, I think from, from your all standpoint, I think you're on the right track. It's be aware when you go to get married. I mean, wherever you get married, be, be aware of, um, what that day could look like. I mean, there's so much that goes into the planning, but I don't think people think about the emotional side of what's going to happen on that day. And, you know, if you are anticipating, um, a, oh, family dynamics and, and it happens in the best of families. It's not, doesn't mean there's something wrong with your family or his family. It just means you're normal and just be aware of it and ready to have those um, boundaries set on your day. And again, Linda, I think you're going to help me a lot with that as far as, you know, where, how and where to draw those boundaries when we, when I go to write about it. Cool. So if you have someone like you had a wedding crasher, you ever have any wedding crashers? Crash away. Linda's showing up for her inner child. <laughs> <laughs> right, Rachel. Hey, I'm, I'm cousin so-and-so. <laughs> I say we consistently have one at every wedding, and that's my husband. It's oh, okay. <laughs> like with a food, who does he know? Yeah, because I'm leaving him alone all, all the evening, and so he, he he'll sometimes he'll put on a suit, and he'll come up there, and I'm like, you, you weren't invited. You're not a guest. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody just laughs. I apologize for him. They just laugh. Well, yeah, he's fine. <laughs> he doesn't know a stranger. He always makes a friend or he knows someone at the wedding. So, yeah, you should hire. I've, I've had this discussion with him. You should hire professional wedding crashers for entertainment. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I love it. And I love people bringing their own ideas. I have, um, that's why we don't get into the whole full service of we plan everything for you or do everything for you because everybody has just a little different flair. And I love that. I, I love it when people change it up, you know, we've had harpist, we've had country yeah. English line dancing. I mean, just, just phenomenal cool. stuff from our venue. And I love it because it's everyone. They're all, they're, they're unique moments. They're, mm. they're, they're that couple. So Rachel and I are going to crash the next one. Okay, you should. We'll dress appropriately. <laughs> <laughs> well, Pippi the Clown show up. Has <laughs> 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 uh, anyone ever had a magician or somebody a circus that you're? No one's actually hired an entertainer. You know, I'd love to see a little more, you know, like. Like someone needs a live band. I have a bride from New Jersey. She said, you know, it's just kind of difficult, different here. Everybody, no one does the live bands. And I'm like, yeah, really, really, you should bring one because <laughs> that would be really fun. Have a live band at your wedding. Um, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. And I have a Scottish fairy tale wedding coming up next year, which I can't wait. I think they'll do kilts and 
uh, maybe bagpipes. So oh, that's cool. Yeah, they're fun. They just, yeah. But no, no live in- entertainment. We'll figure that yeah. out. See how she lights day. up. Yeah, she lights up when she talks about it. It's yeah. so, her creative. I love it. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Yeah. It's a lot of work. <laughs> oh, I imagine. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I've really enjoyed it. Okay. Thank you guys for having me. I'm always glad to talk about what I do. It's All right. Fun. What's it? What's your tidbit? You want to leave our listeners a tidbit about your venue? Please tell us how, if they're like looking forward to, they know someone or they want to have a local wedding. How do they contact you, Elizabeth? Well, wedding or anything. Um, like I had a a mother she was so much fun from Puerto Rico tour the other day she wanted to do her daughter's quinceanera there in two years so um Mm. we're we're open for anything uh grand and fun and um but yeah it's a unique it's a unique venue there's again just because we took a property and um refurbished the cabin and built a you know some unique buildings on top of it and heavily landscaped so I don't think there's anything else like it around. It's, um, we have a lot of great venues, but we're all different. So if you're looking for something outdoorsy and has a European flair, you know, you should check out Weymouth Hill. And how do they reach you? Uh, Well, we have a website. We have a new one coming up. Going to probably the end of this month should populate. And uh, we're on Instagram and Facebook. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Thank you, guys.